up on today's federal newscast, the lawsuit over the OPM cyber breach gets new life, the White House sets new goals for AI research, and OPM sets new agency priorities. Those stories and more in today's federal newscast. Federal unions have won a court victory in a lawsuit stemming from the 2015 OPM cyber breach. The D.C. District U.S. Court of Appeals reversed part of the 2017 decision by the U.S. District Court to dismiss the case. The District Court had ruled that the unions had no standing to sue and couldn't legally prove harm. But the appeals court called for further proceedings, allowing the case to move forward. The Trump administration's updated National Research and Development Plan for Artificial Intelligence has set a goal for more AI-focused public-private partnerships. The updated AI report reflects comments made earlier this year from White House Office of Science and Technology Policy Director Kelvin Drogemeyer, who has called for closer collaboration between the government, academia, nonprofits, and the private sector to further advance AI research. OSTP's AI plan also reaffirms all seven of the objectives under the first strategy released under the Obama administration in 2016. The Department of Homeland Security has taken a major step with its headquarters consolidation plan. DHS and General Services Administration officials held a ribbon cutting for the center building on the St. Elizabeth's campus in southeast D.C. More than 1,000 DHS employees currently work at St. Elizabeth's. A total of 17,000 will work there by the project's target end date of 2026. The Office of Management and Budget has released the first update of the cross-agency priority goals for the president's management agenda since December. Among the highlights are 75% of all federal agency email boxes are to be on the cloud, up from 66% last November. And a new pilot at Interior and HHS will be there to test out new approaches to better assess job applicants with a goal of improving the quality of new hires. The Defense Department's CIO is not allowing any new contracts for cloud computing for defense agencies. Dana Deasy, the defense CIO, told the Fourth Estate Defense Agencies to prepare to migrate to the Jedi Cloud platform and not to award any new contracts for cloud services without his approval. In a memo issued in May but only recently obtained by Federal News Network, Deasy wants to put some structure around the Fourth Estate's move to the cloud. DZ says any ongoing cloud projects can continue, but DZ's memo also is requiring defense agencies to develop a plan to migrate systems to JEDI and requires the defense agencies to update their data center consolidation plans. I'm Jason Miller. The VA's troubled Washington, D.C. Medical Center has gone a long way toward fixing some of its staffing problems. The department's inspector general says all 10 of the facility's senior leadership positions are now filled with permanent employees. But there still are some serious gaps. The hospital's workforce, for example, still has a 68% vacancy rate. The Air Force Life Cycle Management Center's Simulators Division wants help from small business. The center wants companies to pitch ideas for cloud-based simulators, artificial intelligence-aided instruction, and simulators that can be deployed in austere environments. The center's simulator division is responsible for making training projects faster and more agile. Mark Esper became the acting Secretary of Defense at midnight last night, and President Trump says he now plans to nominate him for the permanent job. But as Federal News Network's Jared Serbu explains, he'll need to temporarily step aside if that happens. 
The Federal Vacancies Reform Act will complicate Esper's confirmation process. In his case, the law says he can't serve as acting secretary once he's been formally nominated to take the same job. That means someone else would have to temporarily serve as acting secretary of defense between the time his nomination is sent to Capitol Hill and whenever the Senate confirms or rejects him. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Representative Anthony Brown has introduced a bill that would require the Defense Department to report the vulnerabilities of the rising sea on certain military bases. The bill comes as the Government Accountability Office released a report stating DOD was not properly preparing its bases for projected weather crisis like sea level rise or hurricanes or wildfires. The report would be required one year after the enactment of the bill. The Social Security Administration has some fresh labor management headaches. More now from Tom Timmons. The union representing Social Security's more than 1,000 administrative law judges declares a deadlock in negotiations for a new work agreement. Melissa McIntosh is the union president and also a judge. She says management at the agency is refusing to negotiate in good faith, in part, she says, by trying to eliminate judicial independence. Social Security was already in a spat with 45,000 staff represented by the American Federation of Government Employees when management called in the federal impasses panel. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Or you can subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us on Twitter. Our handle there is at Federal Newscast. I'm Terry Wing. 